guys. Uh, thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. We are the Bulls Outcast. This is the Stretch Four. I'm Matt. That's John. That's Big Dave. Bulls in their first action in what felt like forever, aka last Sunday, because of the postponement Tuesday. Cough up a 20-point lead to the Thunder. Stop me if you've heard that before. Nobody, nobody stopped me. You should have stopped me because we've heard that before. 127-125, the final insult to injury in actuality as Zach Levine limps off the floor after tweaking an ankle and missing the potential game-winning three. Oh, my God. I, we have to start with Zach tonight, you guys, because it was it was an amazing Zach night offensively again. 35-8-14 from downtown. Got to the free throw line nine times. Only knocked down five of them. Seven boards, six assists, and a well-rounded game. And just two possessions late in a game when the Bulls were trying to cling to a lead. He dribbles the ball off his foot. And then on the next possession, makes a ridiculous attempt at some pass. Bounce pass through all kinds of traffic. Back-to-back turnovers. Killers. Good Zach, bad Zach. Jekyll and Hyde. It's 2018-19 all over again. <laughs> Let it out, man. But yeah, I don't. I, I mean, you said nothing wrong. I mean, um, no lies here. Seven rebounds, six assists. But I think that was the big one you pointed out, Matt. Was the missed free throws. I'm really not used to seeing him miss that many free throws. He's usually, you know, money from there. So going five of nine from the free throw line was just, yeah, really off. But yeah, that bad Zach that um, we have seen the past few years in the fourth quarter usually definitely came out to play tonight. And, yeah, turning the ball over, uh, dribbling off his foot, um, just kind of forcing the issue when 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 it got tough for them. You know, it just, just started, you know, trying to force it and say, I got to do this. I got to take these shots. I got to make something happen. And, yeah, it just it didn't happen. I believe it was plus minus. He was a minus 14 tonight. Um, but it's hard, you know, it's hard to fault him. But, you know, he, he made the mistakes. You know, he made the turnovers. And, yeah, it, it wasn't good. And it, and it just even sucks even more that he's walking off limping. And, you know, I just really hope he is all right. I mean, yeah, it was, this is a gut punch. It's just – it's a poorly constructed team. And it, the parts don't fit in a way that even when people play pretty well, we lose. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Lori played bad, but everyone played pretty well. You know, like, mm-hmm. it was – how many people were in double digits? Six? Uh, one, two, three, four, five people in double digits. And that's pretty good. Yeah, like no, nothing off the bench tonight. I mean, Otto and Thad or Otto and Garrett Temple each had eight, but no double figures off the bench. I mean, and I just think it's just we don't have a full team that fits. It just feels weird, right? Like, and so I love Zach. I don't know how do you fix it. I don't. I don't know how you do it, but I hope they do it. That was a gut punch because that felt like a game that, with Billy Donovan's like expertise against the team that he used to coach that he knows so well, we should have won that. Yeah, and it was all it was the win that you're supposed to get after coming off that West Coast trip playing those elite teams. Yeah. And you know, showing up against those elite teams and the the league kind of looking like, hey, these guys play well against these guys, you know, against the Kawhi and LeBron and Dame Lillard, you know, like hey, these guys played a little well. They didn't win, but you know, they showed something. So, you know, going up against a team at OKC, okay, you guys played well, you know, let's let's go get this victory now. Now we're feeling good. Let's go get the win. And they showed that for the first three quarters. And in that fourth quarter, uh, just the old stuff came out to play, man. 
There are a lot of people in the comments talking about Zach's inability to be, you know, a, a late game ball handler. You know, we've we've seen it time and again for as much as the tough shot making that he's capable of. And we saw, you know, the corner three to trim the lead down to one, 126-125 in the final second. He makes those difficult shots. He had a huge difficult shot against Portland. He had a huge difficult shot to trim a lead against the Clippers in a close loss there. But those turnovers, man, I, and, you know, I think it was Marley earlier in the game, the Bulls' offense in general fell apart through the final quarter and change of that game and into overtime. Offensive execution went to shit. And we love Zach. We love Kobe. Neither of the you had on the most important need a bucket possession in overtime. You give the ball to Otto Porter Jr., who is a great role player and a, and a good vet. But dude had eight points tonight, and he's drive and he drives to the bucket and he gets a good look and he misses a layup. But I mean, if that doesn't scream this team needs a point guard, I don't know what does. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is to your point right there. That that's it. What you just saw because just the turnovers. Even they were struggling, you know, getting the ball in bounds after you know OKC started pressing them after they started closing the lead. Uh, when it was it, when it became like an eight point lead, I believe it was one eighteen one oh six. And then you saw the charge. You know, when they got it down to a three point lead, and then you saw Kobe try to set a screen on the inbounds, and they called him, you know, for for offensive foul because. He couldn't do it. They struggled getting the ball in bounds. And you're right. That's what happens when you don't have uh, a good primary ball handler. So Zach is going to force and make those turnovers. And Kobe isn't a great ball handler. Uh, so that's why they were giving it to Alder Porter Jr., who should, you shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't be what you're depending on, relying on. But, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. You, you hit that on the head. You nailed that, sir. I mean, look at Zach's stats. 35 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 57% field goal, 57-3. And we're like oh. dogging him, right? And no, which is I don't even feel like we're not dogging. Like, it's just it does feel like that. Like if there's a betting scandal, we'll be like, oh, of course he always bet another team. Like like if that came out, we'd be like, of course, like he bet on the other team every game. But I always... believe that box score also does include six turnovers tonight, I know. But and two of those the ones that I just mentioned in key late game situations. True, but those six turnovers does not lose you a game when you're up twenty. No, but I think that's, and, and, at, that's <laughs> at most six points. Right. And it, it's a problem that Bulls fans usually point to to Zach first when they say, oh, the turnovers. As a team, they were coughing the ball up unnecessarily throughout the first half when they were up yes. double digits. They were coughing the ball up in that third quarter run that let the Thunder back in the game. They continued to cough mm -hmm. up the ball. Zach had six turnovers tonight. You want to know how many the Bulls had as a team? 24. 24 turnovers. Thank you. You want to know how you, many Kobe. points the Thunder scored off of said 24 turnovers with the Bulls' horrendous transition defense? 33! 33 points off the Bulls' turnovers tonight. You know how many points the Bulls had off of Thunder turnovers tonight? 11. <laughs> that's it. Ah, I mean, yeah. and, and that's, that's been the issue for all these games. It's been the turnovers. They are definitely losing that battle when teams, like you said, as soon as they get it, teams are running. And the transition defense is not good, and they're just scoring on it, man. So, yeah, like like I said, like I don't feel like I'm dogging Zach, and I don't feel like guys are dogging him. Um, but it's it's on him right now, you know, because he's the best player on your team. So he shouldn't be the one handling the ball. We don't have a choice, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Like you don't you don't have a choice now, man. You kind of got to give it to him because he's Zach Levine. You know what I mean? Like you said, thirty five, seven, and six. 
That was awesome. You know what I mean? That's really awesome. That is an incredible game. But when you need it and you got to have it and you can't, you got to have it. You know what I mean? It, it just, it hasn't shown up. It didn't show up tonight. <sighs> All right, guys. Um, <laughs> we should talk about Lowry as well. His first Woo! game back after a long absence, um, health and safety protocols, because he was close to Hutch who tested positive. Hutch and Sato still not with the team, but it sounds like we might be getting both of them back soon. Lowry, as well as our man Arch, back with the team uh, starting tonight. The Bulls uh, got outscored in the paint 58-34 to tonight. When the Bulls have played well this season, you usually see them get a good edge in the paint, whether it's Zach and Kobe getting to the lane or it's some of the, you know, like Thad Young having productive nights working in the post like he has actually been allowed to do this season. And Lowry, before he unfortunately had to take a sub out, was looking aggressive at the onset of this season. Some some signs tonight where early on, you know, he hit his first three and then he kind of went cold, but he, he stayed aggressive. He went to work in the post. He took advantage of mismatches when they presented themselves. Some of his teammates... Another quick side shout out to Garrett Temple, who on one possession I recall distinctly in the first half, Lowry had a mismatch from the top of the key, drove, passed back out. Ball swung to Garrett Temple, who gave the ball right back to Lowry in the post, who then got a good and one working in the post. So, gentlemen, what were your thoughts tonight on Lowry's return? John, I'll start with you. Bad. Bad. He He started out fine. He was terrible at the end. Terrible. Like, this is called Davis Bay, David Spade. He was terrible. Like, it, it's like he forgot how to shoot that one. Like, he yeah. cost us the game. Like, if he hits one of those, those are all insane. That he hits one of those open shot he had that, like, he tried to go glass, but it was the ugliest shot anyone's ever seen. Set him loose. Like, get, I, I wish him the best. Like, truly, good luck on your future endeavors. Like, I, he was terrible. I don't know why we keep believing in him. Like, I don't know – what has he shown us except for that first game of last year? Uh, well, allow me to retort. Please. Uh, coming in, averaging 17 and 7, shooting 50% from the three-point 50 three line. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. But then going out, <laughs> then going out, you know what I'm saying, and not playing for like two weeks and then coming back in and having a bad game, at least I, I thought he would have a bad game. I didn't even think he'd have 16. I thought he'd have like eight, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't, yeah, I thought he would have a bad game, like being out that long and then walking back in and dropping 30. Who's doing that? Like, not, that's not, that's, that's, that's the elite level guys. You know what I'm saying? And obviously he's not the elite level guy like that, but yeah, he played bad. I'm not, I'm not against anything of that, that you said, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a slight benefit because you've been off for two that's weeks fair. and you haven't played bad. Before. So when you come back in, I'm going to need, I'm going to need you to get reacclimated to the game. And it was a tale of two halves like I actually thought he looked good in the first half and it was that second half but he looked so poor that second half it felt like oh we can't even have him out here right now that's what it felt like like he was not even just like he wasn't he wasn't like a neutral he was a negative yeah you're right you're right that that points to a larger uh reality that that we have to acknowledge as far as this Bulls team that has looked more competitive this season than they did last season Despite the four and eight record, despite a bad loss tonight, you, this is a bad loss. They should not have lost this game. But quality losses to teams like the Lakers and the Clippers, and 
your vets, a healthy Otto Porter Jr., the new arrival of Garrett Temple, a reinvigorated and doesn't hate his life anymore because you know who is gone, Thad Young, quality vet minutes off the bench that had been outplaying other team second units while our young guys in the starting unit struggle. And Billy Donovan closing games and closing first halves, not with Lowry, not with Wendell, but with Thad Young out there, with Garrett Temple out there, with Otto Porter Jr. out there. And I think it speaks to what you were saying earlier tonight, John, where it's like the reality is the makeup of this team right now is the young guys aren't very good. And Donovan's trying to kind of, you know, bridge something where he's trying to give the young guys the opportunities and the confidence to improve. But if he wants to win, he's putting the vets in there. And it's and it's not even like great vets. They're just like run of the mill vets. Can I, can I, but they're better than the young guys. Yes, and I think that's I think we overvalue our Thad Youngs and our Garrett Temples of the group. Like they are they are the ninth guy off the bench on a fine team. Both of them. Like they're not they're not they're not a they're not a Marcus Morris. You know, like they're not like burning it down. But we think that, like, oh, Garrett Temple, like, didn't turn it over twice in a row. Like, he's amazing because yeah. we are so conditioned to poor basketball that competency looks like genius. And I just want to make sure that we're it's, – it's Garrett Temple and it's Thad Young, and I wish them the best, but we got to be real with the talent. And we have the thinnest bench in the league, especially right now. And I, man said, but our friend Fred the other day was arguing Ooh. that the Bulls, when everyone's available, have one of the deepest rosters in the league. I know. He's the Alex Jones of the Bulls fans. Like, <laughs> I, he is purposely. He, he, he said the Bulls have one of the deepest rosters in the league. He said Luka wasn't the best rookie in his class. He's walking clickbait. <laughs> and he's a good Y'all fan. keep clicking. And I, we click everything. <laughs> we keep that. It's on us at this point. You know, like. Yeah, because uh, I'm trying to get his account shut down. And we all know how hard that is. It's hard. Case in point. It's very hard. Well, he really thinks we're one of the deepest benches in the whole league. He said that. Yeah, the NBA, said that. With National Basketball Association League? Yes. That yes. is that's so irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> that's categorically I just, untrue. I... <laughs> the Thunder are deeper. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great point, though, that you made about those vets, uh, John, because you're right. Those aren't six men off your bench that are stabilizing uh, good teams. You know what I'm saying? You're not bringing them off to say, oh, man, we got to get that in there. You know, we're down 15 in the playoff game. Let's get that in there. Let's get Garrett Temple in there. You know, it's it's not those kind of vets, you know. But it's just, but like you said, it's like guys can walk and chew gum. And we're like, yes, you know what I mean? We're like, hey, he can do that. And we're just excited to see that. Like, and you just see the dividends and, and probably the lack of, you know, veteran leadership there's been here over the past couple of years and the lack of development for those young guys that's been here over the past couple of years. That when you finally get some guys like that, when they're telling Wendell, do shoot the ball, right. uh, when he, like you said, uh, Matt, when he's giving the ball right back to Lowry. Saying no, dude, go ahead inside and score. Mm-hmm. Like y'all remember when mm-hmm. we got Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. How excited I was just because he recognized Lowry was in the yes. post, and I talked about it for days. Yeah. Like I talked about it for days. That's just that because I was just happy, you know, when he ate, he didn't, you know, poke his eye out. He actually put the food in his mouth. Like yeah. I'm just happy about. That. 
So yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Right. I think I that's that. uh, important to point out, Dave, uh, and, and Cam in the comments uh, has kind of a similar point. The best post defender on the Thunder was Lou Dort tonight. Yeah. Why weren't Lowry and Wendell getting the ball in the paint more? I, I mentioned the one uh, moment with Garrett Temple swinging the ball back to Lowry in that first half. Lowry had two good and ones in the paint in the first half. And then second half, like you said, John, Lowry, second half, dude, what, what are you doing? Where are you? Go to work. This Thunder lineup tonight was small. And as I pointed out, the Bulls got outscored by about 20 in the paint tonight. How? How? We, know yeah, defense, that is... we know the Bulls' defense is atrocious. And certainly that is part of the reason why teams you know, are, are scoring on them in the paint. But, like, how? How is it that you don't do that? And, uh, you know, I might add on top of that, are you guys putting any of this loss on Billy Donovan tonight? Because the Bulls, after a quality first half, got worked in the second half. And I didn't see Billy Donovan fixing much of anything as every as the wheels fell off. Like I was saying to you guys, if we lose to this Thunder team that is minus Chris Paul, the same Thunder team we coughed up a 20-point lead to last season, it's going to make me really depressed because it's going to make me feel like not much is different since you know who left. And I'm looking at you. You you, you have that glow right now. <laughs> yeah, that green glow of hate going on right now. And yeah. Um I guess yeah, Billy Donovan does share in that. He he's not an adjustments guy. Like that was my main thing when he came in here and I kept saying, I was like he he's not a guy that's going to make adjustments a lot. That's just not his thing. But that's not something I was worried about now because that I was like that's stuff I worry about down the line. But sure, I think I'm not, I don't think it's unfair to put some of this on him too. I don't think that's unfair to do. I'm not going to do it though. Um I'm, I'm just You're giving a little bit of breathing. Honestly, I'm just giving because Lowry and the recognition in the post is not on him. You know what I mean? That's not on Billy Donovan. And Zach Levine dribbling off his leg and Patrick Williams dribbling off his leg is not on Billy Donovan. You know what I mean? Like having to put Otto Porter Jr. in to bring the ball up because you don't have a primary ball handler, it's not on Billy Donovan. Like those things are not his fault. And those are the main things, I think, of why you coughed up the lead, you know? Right, which is why uh, somebody said, um, you know, if if the people who built this roster just got fired, why why would we expect it to be good? Which I think mm. is a, a fair reminder of the reality that we're living in. Donovan and, and Eversley and AK inherited something, mm. and they all, God bless their souls, <laughs> willi- willingly came here and were like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take this job. I'll, I, I will help you guys fix this. And... They have a lot to fix. Oh, we got um, somebody waiting to come on. I think we might have a uh, a wags arrival in the offing, uh, as the Brits say. We'll we'll see if we can get him to join us here in a few. But yeah, I think that's just like it's important perspective for Bulls fans who are like six seed, seven seed. We got Donovan, we got AK. This is the same roster that was pretty pretty much dog shit last year. And also, you you struggle in the post, and Gafford played no minutes. I'm just just tossing it out. My dance stands. Where my dance stands at? He was he was the odd man out. Uh, it's tonight's rotation with the return of Lowry Markkinen, and I kind of anticipated that yeah, to be the course. case because I think Billy Donovan loves him some Thad Young. Loves him some Thad Young. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he enjoys it. He enjoys loves having it. that vet out there. Loves it. Uh, 
Wags, yeah. if you if you can hear us, buddy, you have been invited in. I gave you the, the the green light. I think you might have to press a button one more time or something to enter officially. But um, come on in and join us. Come on in and join us. Which is a good time to remind everybody who's tuning in. If you don't know already, make sure you have the latest version of the Hot Mic app downloaded. And uh, for a small donation to us lovely people, you can join the broadcast with us uh, and and share your thoughts, not just in comment thread form. But face to face, yeah, <laughs> face to face. Get up in this. Get up all up in this, man. So, guys, next game though, because then you know you know who we playing next. Your next game is going against John's map. That's who we're going against, man. That's what it is. And I, and John, do you feel like this is the revenge game? Like this is the game you that Luca's going to what go for a fifty point triple double on? on, on the we have Luca. We have KP, KP, but we're missing four of our top eight. <laughs> We just lost to Milwaukee by one point with missing four or five people due to COVID that actually played. So I'm feeling bullish, I would say, especially watching this bold. But it's in Dallas. You guys are closer to Dallas. We're in Milwaukee. Less travel for you guys. So who knows? We'll find out. I assume that you would rather have the we yes. are missing four of our top yeah. eight. But have Kristaps and Luca. Kristaps and Luca, and the, th- the three of us could hang with the Bulls. Right. <laughs> and by that you mean Luca and Kristaps could hang. They're with really them. good at basketball. I don't. We, <laughs> like we would, we would just be fulfilling the need of having five players. Luca had a bad. Oh, I'm foul. Luca had a bad. I got six fouls. Luca had a bad game tonight, and I checked the score, and it was twenty nine eight and thirteen, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and it was like a bad. Like it was visibly like, man, he. This is a really off game. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. I, I got six fouls and a jump shot. Dude, yeah, you have a I, you have I, a good I, J too. Wow. How do we get? I'll how do we let Wags get in? Um, I think it might be an internet thing. I think there needs to be like a certain level of confidence in internet for the app to to bring the person in. Confidence in internet, nice. Yeah, like that. um, that's, that's interesting. I like that. I think that yeah. is how it was explained to me. Oh, here he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hey, he is. Young Wags had some. Well, what's up, man? No, that happens. Okay, okay. What's going on? What's up, dude? I'm on the internet. So tell us, what's on your mind, man? What's on your mind? Excellent, Wags. Excellent. Says it all. So how disappointing was this loss for you, though? <laughs> no words. I you love, got done. I no love words. words. Just, just to say nothing and just stare in disbelief. And I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> this this is, is good. Iconic. Listen, I like. First of all, at least it wasn't the bear. Like that's my first thought. True. Good riddance to the 2020 Bears. They're done with. They can't hurt us anymore. Also, that game was terrible, but like I said, I don't want to get carried away with it because we just had that swing. I feel like we're I feel like we're a million times better than last year. I agree. Not a million. Right. Is, it, is it iconic? <laughs> well, the, the, the silence was iconic to 
to, to pay mo- to pay money and then just stay there in silence. I was like, that's badass. <laughs> like, that's a dope power move. But I agree. I do feel like we're better. It doesn't feel as bad as last year. And I don't know if that's just because like I want it to be that way or if it's true. Hmm. No, I think I think you're right. Like it feels more. I think it's just because we we see more competence. You know what I'm saying? A little more offense and things like that. Like, cause you know, those last two years, man, I mean, come on, dude, we saw, we know what we were looking at. We were like, it was depressing. It was sad. And this is, we at least get excited to watch the game at least. Like I was telling Matt earlier, John, like I've never been contacted more in the past few years about uh, when the Bulls played by my friends in quite a long yeah. time. Like people were just like, dude, who's playing? Oh, why don't the Bulls playing? Man, I got to see the yeah. Bulls. I'm having withdrawals. I got to watch the team. Nobody was saying that for the past couple of years. They was like, oh, the Bulls. Like, it was depressing yeah. after a while. So excitement is up because people are excited about the product, you know, that's on the floor. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you, it's easy to get excited about it because we've been watching poop, as Matt would say, for the past few years. Poop, poop, platter. I think, you know, like, Wags, the other way I would describe it is that, like, you know, last year, you, you feel like, you know, we're a million times better than last year. In some ways, I think we are. I agree with you. A million times zero is still zero. Like there, that is a long. There's a long path in front of us right now because, like, you have to realize just how much work has to be done and just how bad the team was last year. Like Big Dave was kind of saying, John, was, like this last year we were unwatchable and losing. Mm-hmm. Now we're watchable, but still losing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like here's rung unwatchable and losing here's rung watchable but still losing and then you know there's a championship way the fuck up there somewhere <laughs> i agree that's a great way to phrase it i'd also like to know everyone that wants to trade levine what are we trading him for like i'm not mad about it but without 37 like six and seven are we even in that game to lose it who we tra- Harden's no. gone now. Who we trained for? Bradley Beal? Who we trained for? And, I mean, we talked about this on Lockdown today. Wags, do you think that Harden's haul that the Rockets got has any impact on a hypothetical trade market value for one Zach Levine? Because people have talked about it being like, well, if Harden got that, the Bulls might be able to get half of that for Zach, maybe close to half of that for Zach, and half of that is nothing to sneeze at. Mm. Oh man, hold on. I'm getting like way double feedback. <laughs> hold on a second. He's going the guys into the multi start talking in the round just to make him even row, more. Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> well, what do you uh, guys think about that while we wait on Wags? I mean, again, I mean, this idea of trade Zach without a hypothetical thing on the other end is, is so stupid and insane. And yeah, if you give me an actual person, I can say if it's a good trade or not. Like you can't just be like trade them. Like two picks and two swaps isn't worth it probably okay, to a team then. that's good. Two two high first rounders for Zach Levine. Well, thank you. If that's half. Um, mm-hmm. And Victor Oladipo, who's a free agent again. You don't like. I just I don't. You have to tell me what the trade is for. You can't just say trade them. That don't. That's not constructive. So no. So uh, Wags on your brief uh, exit, John said he doesn't think that a team out there would be willing to cough up two first-round picks for Zach Levine. Would you agree with that? No, I'm saying it's not worth it for us. You're, you're saying it's not worth it I'm for the Bulls to get it. two first-round picks. No, not worth it for us. No way. Yeah. 
Well, I think any team that's going to give two first rounders too, like anyone that wants Levine is probably a good team, right? So, I mean, how good are those first going to be anyway? Yeah. Like, it's not like the Wizards. Well, although if the Wizards. I mean, I, I, like Beal, people talk about Beal and Levine a lot, and especially now that Harden's gone, people talk about Beal and Levine being two of the most uh, enticing players that might be on the market nearing the deadline. And they're pretty similar, but I think most people would agree Beal is a step above Levine. Um, and, and they are guys who are dominant scorers on bad teams who could be the complimentary second star, third complimentary quasi star on, as you said, Wags, like playoff bound teams. So if those are the picks you're getting in return, I, I don't know if, it, if that would be fair value for the Bulls to say, all right, Zach, we appreciate everything you've done. You know, they acknowledge that they have two very team-friendly deals, two very team-friendly years left on that deal for Zach and swap them for some picks. I like, I, I don't love that idea. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. So, so we're, it's funny though, because clearly we all seem to be consensus that we're afraid that trading Zach now would not net you what Zach is worth. I mean, we have to know. There are, we have to know what it is. There's so many. There's so many Bulls fans who are ready to trade that dude tomorrow. Because he's the only. Tomorrow. He's the only asset that people. That's a certified asset that you know you can get something of value, and that's why they just want to. They're tired of being teased. They want people to be free. And I get that feeling. But, like, we don't know. We just don't know. Like, there's not many tradable assets right now. And he's the only one. We, you can't get much for Kobe. You can't get much for Laurie. You can't get much for Wendell. Now, but see, John, I think you're right in that some Bulls fans feel trade Zach because he's your most valuable trade asset right now. There is a different portion of Bulls fans, and maybe there's some overlap in there, that say – Trade him because he sucks, he's overrated, and look what he did. He cost us the game with two turnovers. But they also then say, like, oh, look. Empty, empty calories, Zach LeBee. He doesn't make teammates we better. Should, he doesn't win games. But they also say we should be tanking. I don't he keeps us in games. Regularly. Like, I, it's, these are also people who don't understand basketball. Like, I mean, what can you say? Like, he's, he's the best basketball player on our team by two levels. Like, by two tiers. Yeah. So I, if you don't like watching that, what are you going to watch? Denzel pick and rolls with Wendell Carter Jr.? Like, kill me. Like, we just don't have a good team because we had Garpax in charge for 25 years. It, it's not can, can fixed I, after four months. What did you say? No, I'm saying that, that Denzel uh, fouling Zach Levine on the last shot. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> that was insane, dog. That was Let's take him a out. Terrible Dude. I'm sorry. Did I hear Denzel at Defensive Player of the Year? <laughs> did I hear that? I said that play he made on Zach was his best defensive play of the year. Oh. <laughs> 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 I I screamed, get out of the way, Denzel, on the final. Was, what are you doing? Zach, after that was over, he 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 straight up went 
LeBron to J.R. Smith on him. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? Don't do that. Yeah, that was that was just a bad basketball play. But and I, I mean Denzel, you know, he's not a guy I'm gonna have on the floor in overtime anyway at that time. But listen, it's okay. C Red Fred doesn't have any important friends. He doesn't know anybody. He can't hurt you. <laughs> I'm not counting Big Dave because I know that the other day Big Dave's on my side. We're the deepest team in the league, guys. We're the deepest team in the league. <laughs> this thing we get, All right, we're, we're going to touch back. We're going to wrap things up here. Wags, thank you so much for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Come hang out with us anytime. Give it up for Wags, hey. ladies and gentlemen. You can join us like Wags did just now anytime you want to on any episode of the Stretch Forward with the Bulls Outcast for a small donation towards us three charming gentlemen. Uh, all right, real quick. Luca, Chris Tops, Sunday. Big Dave, did the Bulls beat the Mavs for the second time? Uh, no. Yeah, they beat them. I agree. Bulls are, Bulls are winning. Bulls are winning. I'm saying it right now. Mavs, <laughs> Austin, Mavs lost the Knicks twice early last year. The Bulls will be that team this year. Hey, John, show, show me your sweatshirt. What, what's that? Ooh. Hey, John, hey, John, show me your hat. What was that? <laughs> I lost it. It's somewhere. <laughs> well, okay. the Mavs game before this. Okay. <laughs> It started at six thirty. I wasn't going to reach it. I wasn't going to change clothes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If given the choice, come on. <laughs> That's why we love you. You keep us grounded. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch. If I can choose between those teams. Ah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Uh, speaking of our friend Fred, uh, I just saw this on Twitter real quick. That's an awful freaking loss. Embarrassment yeah. from the starters. Tonight. I love it. He's so up and down. I could not handle my like heart rate if I were that dude. He goes from zero to a thousand back to zero in like the blink of an eye. And I'm just over here like, yep, the Bulls kind of suck. I don't know. It's more like the Bulls kind of suck. I hate them. And then they kind of suck and stuff. They can't stand them. Like it's more like that. It's more like that. (laughs) We'll we'll try again on Sunday. Uh, Hopefully, all of you will join us. Reminder: 2 p.m. matinee tip off. Bulls, Sunday, John versus himself, part two. Let's do it. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out tonight. Thanks for the tips, everybody. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Thanks for watching the Stretch Four with us, the Bulls Outcasts. Enjoy your weekend.